Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. This and is uh, to going all up. a good night. This is going up on uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, this is going right? up on Christmas Eve. No. Well, I guess it would be Christmas, It'll be Christmas morning. Day. Christmas Day. Um, yeah, so it's going up on Christmas morning. Yeah, let's. Uh, hopefully, Santa was good to everyone. Yep. Hopefully, uh, he brought everyone great, great stuff. They got what they asked for. Yeah, this is true. Not coal <laughs> in their stockings. <laughs> I remember the year that uh, that our our cousins got our, our our grandpa. He would always talk about oh, about humbug and you know the. Uh, like colon like sticks and colon. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you're gonna get sticks and coal. And so they got him a gigantic brick of coal. <laughs> yeah, it's it it huge. It was gigantic. I, I don't know where they got it. I don't know how they got it, but it was just a gigantic brick of coal, like yeah. as as big as my torso. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. It's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. So uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, so John, what have you been up to this week? Um, well, it's been a relatively short period of time it since has. our last podcast. We're recording this a bit early. Yeah, this is uh, because of the Christmas Eve Christmas pair. Yeah, and that we'll be out of town and uh, that sort of thing for uh, for some Christmas um, festivities. Yes, or festivitas. <laughs> Yeah, um, sure. If you're Cartman, I don't, I, I don't Festive know why ties. I say it like that. It does sound like Cartman. <laughs> um, and uh, so yeah, we're it hasn't been that long. We've only seen Star Wars the one time, and then we yeah. did an epically large <laughs> podcast That's about right. it. So this is Monday that we're recording this, and we wanted to uh, to leave the uh, the Force Awakens review up for as long as we could, and so uh, this is uh, going up. It's still going to be up oh, as yes. of oh, this. Still, like, yes. even whenever this posts, you should go check out the Force Awakens podcast. Right. It was amazing. It was two hours and forty five minutes of goodness. It was. It's actually one of my like we, we've talked about it. I'm. I'm excited that we did that so late at night yeah um because we watched the movie and then we immediately podcasted about it yeah and uh with us and cody moffett and that was amazing that cody like <laughs> was able to and took his time to be like yeah i'm gonna do this i'm yes. podcasting with you guys i know well he because was excited we were um we uh ended up what time we get done maybe about five o'clock five thirty. anyway i didn't get into bed until six thirty. yeah that morning yeah i uh i did not or either sleep and uh, so yeah, it posted, and, and uh, I think everybody's been enjoying it. We've had some really cool, yeah. fun, fun yeah. reactions to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, the, uh, the the everybody should check that out if you haven't watched that. That's there true. is a non-spoiler listen section, and listen to uh, listen to the the non-spoiler section before the movie if you want, and then uh, go ahead and dive into the spoilers after. I really am proud of that that review. We uh, we covered it very well, Chris. Yeah, it was probably our best review that we've done in most in depth for sure. <laughs> Two hours and forty five minutes on straight up nothing but Star Wars. <laughs> And Roombas. And Roombas. Um, so uh, this week, John, is going to be a little bit shorter. Yeah. We're just kind of shooting the breeze. We gave everybody a, a monster-sized uh, <laughs> podcast last week. Uh, but we are going to cover some news. Um, but first, uh, you know, is there anything else you've kind of been up to? Um, well, I mean, we didn't cover some of the stuff uh, or we didn't talk a lot about like what we've been up to. Oh, and yeah. Like that last time. There so I guess things... it's the last like week and a half or so. There were a couple of trailers. That's, that's, that's stuff for the news, too, because yeah. we said we'd talk about that as well. But, uh, yeah. but I've been playing some 3DS, that sort of thing. You nice. picked up a, a 3DS, I think, I since, did. The, since the last time we actually I talked did. about this type of thing. And I love it. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on the 3DS? Oh, man, the 3DS is so much fun. It's just like... Um, the th- I got the uh, the new 3DS, so mm-hmm. it has the like built-in Circle Pad Pro, and it uh, has the the 
they call it what do they call it super yeah the super super smooth motion 3D or something like that yeah super something tracking 3D yeah whatever it is Uh, and it works great like it tracks your face and like you don't have to like position the 3DS in like weird positions or or lock it into like one position in order to see the 3D heck yeah dude and like so the biggest thing like you can tilt your head left and right (laughs) right like it's like that's that's amazing (laughs) Um, because like even on mine my my 3DS like I don't play with the 3D on that often because like I play in bed and stuff and so I'll be like my head will be at awkward positions and so I mean a lot of times in in those situations I can't play with the 3D on because it doesn't track my head but yours is amazing and it tracks your head and it's, yeah, it's great. It's it's really cool. I I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it, John. That's great. Thoroughly. 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 I don't know why we're saying it like that. <laughs> Emphasizing the neither. You uh you uh got um you I had a celebrated some Christmas stuff. So yes. you got Halo Five. Yeah, Halo Five. Have, um, you, have you played it yet? I have not played it yet. Oh. We we uh, we just got back. So immediately after uh, Star Wars, yeah. we went out of town um, for some yeah. some Christmas celebrations, and uh, and so that's where that's where Halo Five. Um, originated you have to play it and then go back and listen to our wait did we review this we totally reviewed yeah. uh halo 5 oh yeah so did i do most of it non-spoilerish uh no i think you spoiled i mean i was okay with you spoiling <laughs> oh, okay. i was like i'm gonna play it anyway no matter yeah, what yeah. so i think we dove into we dove deep okay into halo 5 yeah we did I'll, I'll post that in the podcast for sure um but you have to you have to li- tell me if i was correct or not after you play it i'm sure you were I mean, I trust you. Chris. You know, I mean, I trust, I trust you as well. But you I know, trust your opinion. The um, I I have been enjoying playing uh, Mario Kart on the 3DS and Pokemon yeah. Y. I picked up Y because you have X. Yep. And uh, I wanted um, uh, you, like the Alpha Sapphire and yep. Ru- what is it? Omega Ruby. Omega and Alpha Ruby. Sapphire. Yeah. The, like those are newer, but mm-hmm. they are remakes. And so like mm-hmm. the story and everything, the world is not yep. as good. And that's what I really get caught up in. And so I'm really enjoying it. We were battling some earlier. Yeah. Um, there's still a uh, Sparrow racing going on on oh Destiny. Gosh. And I need to catch up with that for sure. It's the last week for that. It is Actually, the last by this week point, no. Is it? Does it go through Monday, or is uh, it? I think it goes through the 29th. So the 29th. Okay, so like next Monday. Is that next Monday? Yeah, that's next Monday. So yeah, um, still be doing it probably whenever uh, whenever this goes up. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, uh, I've been um, I've been playing a little bit more um, uh, using EA Access more intentionally. Like I. Uh, I really every single month like I had signed up for it and it was like oh it just keeps renewing renewing I'm like I always forget just to like cancel it yeah and every single time I'm like oh gosh I just I need to cancel that thing it's fine only five bucks but still it's five bucks for every month or you could do it for thirty bucks a year it's yeah like, so like you're paying like what you would what you would get six months for <laughs> yeah you like you you would could get a year for yeah so, it's so dumb <laughs> yeah. uh so anyway. Um, I'm going to anyway. I want to switch over to thirty the thirty bucks a year because like they have really cool games on there. I downloaded um, NHL 15 and I've been playing a lot of that. That's been a lot of fun. Um, You can get you know FIFA and all that kind of stuff. They have Dragon Age Inquisition. I downloaded. I want to start. That game is gigantic. I can't imagine. Like it's it's and it's free on there. I don't have time to 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 go through it right now because I'm still trying to like you know work through Fallout. Yeah. You know. Bit by bit, um, and now I have the 3DS is an even bigger distraction. So yeah, um, and been doing that, been like catching up with my Star Wars comics, um, that type of thing. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like to uh, to talk about something we were talking about over over. Uh, I guess it was dinner tonight. 
Um, were we going to talk about that in the news, or were we going to kind of talk about that here? I mean, the the fall, like I have I have Batman sitting there, as we've talked about before, yeah. where I'm about to hit taper. I'm about to uh, to hit my peak mileage for my um, dopey challenge marathon training. Yeah. And so after that, I'm planning on cracking open some of these games that are have just been waiting or whatever. Yeah. Um, whenever I'm running less miles and that sort of thing. So that'll happen. Actually, I finish up right before Christmas Eve. So Christmas Eve and Christmas, I'll come back that weekend and be able to, uh, you know rock out some of these games but it, the open world games I'm, I'm constantly like in this this cycle of like i'll sit down and i'll have like an hour at night or an hour or maybe an hour and a half and i'll think okay so i can dive into these big open world games and like go into the story of this thing and mm-hmm. and, and knock out this stuff or i can play a few matches of call of duty or or right right i can play uh some some sparrow racing or something you know on my 3ds something that's very nugget size where it's like you can sit down for a shorter period of time and close it and feel accomplished and that sort of thing right um and so i mean i've just been opting more to do that recently now we've talked about about that before you know where that's just more of a i don't know it's just that's more attractive a lot of times than like oh man i have an hour do i want to play you know five call of duty matches or do i want to play um do i want to play like an hour worth of a story-based game that I may or may not get through like the the mission that I'm on or something like that. So right. I don't know. You know, it's definitely a struggle. And like, especially with Fallout, like, you know, I could spend like, you know, I jump in like, oh, I only have an hour and I could spend an hour organizing all my stuff, you know? So yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, I uh, I'm in, I enjoy both experiences. Um, but yeah, for sure. Sometimes, you know, life just gets in the way and you just kind of have to like, roll with the punches yeah so i got my update so you i think it was last week that we talked about the xbox live update um for you for the uh for like the year yeah. they would tell you hey you know hey there's this is what you've been doing on xbox this year or whatever uh-huh. yeah um, we talked about that two two podcasts ago correct so uh i got mine nice. and so it says i've been with xbox since uh 2010 so that's five Xbox years. Xbox or so. Xbox Live? Or uh, I think it just says Xbox. Been with Xbox okay. since 2010. So I probably right. registered my profile on your Xbox originally yes. back in the day. Yes. Um, and, and I don't think I've been with Xbox Live that long. Okay. Um, because I, I, you know, I think it's, it's celebrated like three years or so uh, of, of Xbox uh-huh. Live. Uh-huh. Um, so I think I was on your console for two years or so. Nice. Um, and so let me see. Gamer score since January mm-hmm. was 2,325. Nice. Okay. So that's pretty pretty good, right? So yeah. gamer score puts me in the in the top five percent of um, all people. Yeah, of, there of, go. of of people, you know, and that, that feels pretty good because like I usually don't like with this. I usually don't play through single player games and get a bunch of achievements. Right. Um. So yeah, I, I've unlocked ninety three achievements, and my achievements place me in the top ten. So yeah, so I've got more gamer score. So I got I guess more achievements that meant more, like for, that were higher higher types of achievements um, than most people. Because I've not unlocked, I'm on the 10% of people, like number of nice. gamer score unlocked or number of achievements, nice. and then 5% of, uh, of that. So let me see. My achievements went up by 10% year <laughs> over year. Um, let me see. What else have I got in here? Did this not go by month by month like mine did? Uh, so it's not going month by month. No, it's, it's, it's more. It's like the whole so year. It's the whole year. Wow. So there was one really weird one that I, uh, that I noticed. It was my most, like the day that I gamed, my most active day. There it is. Was April 19th. 2015. What happened on April 19th? Who knows? Like I was trying to figure it out. I was looking up, and that's that's before the second drop of D- Destiny DLC came out. Ah. That was 
like nowhere in the realm of any game that I was interested in playing or whatever. So what it must that? have been just. Do you know if that was a Saturday or not? Or like uh, if it was a weekend? Let me look real quick. I think it was a Saturday. I'm I bet you. Sure it was a I bet weekend. you it was either. It was probably like we were raiding on Destiny or something like that. Yep, and it like, was a Sunday. So Sunday. So yeah, that's highly probable that we were raiding that afternoon slash because Sunday a lot of times we'll start in the afternoon. Um, and then go on to the evening. I bet you that's what happened. I mean, so yeah. So I mean, the uh, as far as like the number of hours and things like that that I've I've been on Xbox Live. Uh-huh. So this is just my consoles on that sort of thing. I've talked about before yeah. how I'll let it sit on and stuff like that. Yeah, it's on on average uh, like five hours a day or something like nice. that. So my Xbox just sits on or doing something on Xbox Live. Right, and then they specified. Um, some gaming, but especially like it was talking about more like my friends and things like this. Huh. It said like on average, your friends, like it's comparing your friends to the, to the greater Xbox live, which yeah. I thought was weird. So your friends spent a uh, thousand or 1800 hours gaming on Xbox live or something. And then it says on average, the community. So everyone in yeah. the uh, Xbox community spent 368. So it's my friends Ooh. are more hardcore about their <laughs> gaming than anybody. You're Which welcome. is really weird. Like I think I thought all those comparisons because most of mine is about my friends right. more than it's about me. Right. And so I thought that was a very interesting thing that they sent you something that was more specific to you month by month. Yeah, that's interesting. And for me, they were like, "Yeah, guess what? You've got some hardcore friends." <laughs> <laughs> for you, they were like, "You're awesome, Chris." And for me, they were like, "John, your friends are awesome." <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I love stuff like that, and I like how they kind of like engage the community in those ways, and uh, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, and then then they have uh, you have played one percent of our top games, and the ones they have out here are the ones like that came out this year, like Halo Five, Battlefront, uh, Tomb Raider, Fallout Four, and, and Forza Six. I haven't played almost any of those, <laughs> and so if those are the five games that they're calling their top games, yeah. Then it's like, of course, I've only played 1%. I'm surprised that that was 1% and not a big zero. That's hilarious. Um, which is hilarious. But yeah, the uh, that's really interesting. I also think that the fun thing, since January, gold members have saved up to uh, $975 on games with gold. So like those are the free games that you get every month with Xbox Live. I thought that was kind of a cool throw out to that, those games which is which is awesome that's but awesome. yeah dude i i love i love end of the year type things i love love the uh the videos and the montages and all the stats that people can put up and stuff yeah. so um really cool man i've uh, i've definitely had a had a fun year in entertainment nice yeah that's awesome well john i think it's time for our one and only segment this month or not this month this week <laughs> this month we've had a lot of segments this yes month, Chris. the um, news the The news. The news, John. First and most important item. Most St- important item. Star Wars The Force Awakens broke a lot of records this weekend. This is c- coming from IGN, and I'm coming from two different like sources, so this is, might be a little jumbled, but I'm, I'm going to read a little bit verbatim. But um, The Force Awakens has made movie history. Movie Setting history. a new record opening weekend high with a domestic debut of uh, $247 million. Holy cow. It set... Uh, it set a record for the biggest Thursday preview gross of all time, earning $57 million. Hmm. It also set a new record high for a Friday opening with $120 million, becoming the first film ever to earn over $100 million in a single day. Wow. It also set Sunday records with $61 million on Sunday. That's incredible. Um, it's, but Saturday, psh, 
Yes. <laughs> um, Conspicuously left off. Uh, they, they, uh, Force Awakens shattered the record for a December debut, nearly tripling the prior leader's $84.6 million figure. Wow. Um, and unsurprisingly, he says the film also performed incredibly well in IMAX, setting new Thursday, single day, and weekend records in IMAX. Internationally, it made $281 million. Wow. For a worldwide total of $529 million that eclipses Jurassic World's worldwide global debut. That's incredible. It also um, eclipsed the, its uh, Jurassic World's um, domestic debut. Wow, dude. I mean, like, and so that means, like, in this year, this year we had two, like, record setting weekends at yeah. the box office. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. And what's crazy is so like the $247 million domestically, the previous record was $208 million. So it's, it's not like it's not like they're just kind of like, oh, we're just barely over the top. It's like we made a lot more money than you. They didn't just you. squeak by. Some movies, like, you know, it's like an extra, like, almost um, straight up $40 million extra. No, $50 million. Um, yeah. No, $40 million extra. And it's like some movies, they make that whenever they uh, they release. Right, dude. I mean, like opening night or something like that'll be, you know, that's a that's a decent release, you know, for yeah. for some some lower level movies and that sort of thing. But these are huge movies. Oh, we're yeah. talking. It's that's crazy. gigantic, dude. Um, yeah, loved it. Loved the movie. Um, everyone should check out our review and check out check out the movie as well. And uh, we'll be going very soon again. We will. Um, I want to go as soon as possible. Maybe, maybe tomorrow night. Maybe. Uh, so, um, Jurassic World has congratulated Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Um, there is a tweet. Uh, from Frank Marshall. Cheers to JJ, Kathy, the cast and crew, and Disney Lucasfilm marketing teams. Um, That's awesome. And so it was the, the Jurassic World producer, Frank Marshall, um, congratulated them on Twitter. I mean, you know, like this is only, uh, that, all that does is like, you know, it all helps movies. So of it's course. like, you know, like it's, it's cool to see something like that. So see, and it's cool to see Star Wars. Like we, I remember on the podcast, we, we'd, Said earlier in the year, and I don't think it's a bold prediction, you know, like no. we were, but we were predicting this is going to be the biggest movie of all time. Yeah. And uh, because it reaches and spans so many different age groups, so many different generations, so many different people. For sure. And that has proven true. It uh, is the biggest movie of all time. And like, I'm, if I hadn't been traveling all weekend, I would have already seen this again, you know, and it's just like, for oh, sure, dude. So many people went to go see it twice in the weekend. That's, I think, how, the, how it hits those numbers is like, <laughs> you know, I, I, several of my friends um, went to go see the movie with us and then they went to go see it again like on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, well even like whenever we were walking out of the theater, there's somebody who was talking about that night. Um, they saw it and then they were like, ah, I'm going to go home get a couple hours of sleep and I'm going to be right back here because I have, no, <laughs> have tickets to see it at 7 or something like that. And so, I mean, it's just amazing. You know, the the uh, the, the, the movie is huge. Yeah. And, man, I'm going to see it numerous times in the theaters. Yeah. I, this thing's going to be in the theaters for a really long time. Right. So, yeah. Um, news from last week that we kind of brushed over, but um, want, still want to talk about. There uh, is a new trailer for um, Star Trek Beyond, yep. and there's a new trailer out for, um, what was the other one? Uh, Independence oh, Independence Day. Day. We kind of talked about Independence Day. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think. Did we? T- I don't know if I said this on the podcast. So like, there's there's these classic monologues in film. I don't think film. you said that. Okay, yeah. So there's classic monologues and like you th- you think or speeches, and so you think about like everyone thinks, oh, Braveheart. That's like the best speech. I'm like, I really think my favorite two are Independence Day, the speech that that the president gives in Independence Day, and then the speech that um, 
Commissioner Gordon gives at the end of The Dark Knight. Right. And uh, so, so, like, that speech on Independence Day is is, uh, edited into this trailer. Yeah. And just the way that it's used is just, like, super cool, super, like, powerful, and uh, really gets you amped for the movie. Yeah, regardless of, I think you said this, and I agree wholeheartedly, regardless of how that movie ends up being, or or whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's successful, whether it's not successful, Mm -hmm. the, the way that that trailer was done was genius. Yeah. And, and it, it is in and of itself a really cool piece of art. Yeah. Uh, just that trailer. So you should embed that trailer into the uh, into the, the podcast. I'll put both of them in there. I will contrast that against the Star Trek Beyond trailer, which I find not as good. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. So so um, Simon Pegg today, I think, or over the weekend, came out like and, and tweeted like he, I'm that he was disappointed in the the uh, the marketing team who put together that trailer. He's like, it's not representative of the movie. It's not representative of Star Trek. Mm. It's just like a bunch of action, and and it's not uh, representative of the of what the movie is. He's like, because I have seen the whole thing, and that's not yeah. what it is. And so, yeah, you know, and the, I think that a lot of uh, Trekkies, a lot of a lot of fans of the originals, and a lot of people, go, you know, going into these movies, their big critique has been that. It's a lot of action. It's a lot of really cool action. But some of those like high-minded concepts, some of those cool plot twists and things have been um, a little lacking in the the reboot since since it's come out. And so I think them putting a trailer out there that seems like oh it's all action. It's it, it very much is if and feels like a misstep in that way. Yeah. Um, that it's like you know the, again the the major criticism being there's too much action and then it's like oh here's more action. You know that yeah. just seems like a really um, kind of. It seems like they they aren't hearing it, you know. Right. The, the the people putting to the marketing team specifically are not hearing the uh, the fans that want uh, more of of or less of the action, more of the story, more of the the emotional beats, more of the twists, that yeah. sort of thing. There's some additional kind of like news coming about out about that movie over the weekend that I find kind of baffling. Uh, so Justin Lin, director Justin Lin, talking to Birth Movies Death. He confirms that he'll be, quote, politely ignoring all of the events that happened in the last movie. That's into weird. Into darkness. He said he, Lynn said that while he wouldn't discount what happened, this is coming from Polygon, he wasn't going to embrace anything that Abrams did in the last film. But he did take a second to acknowledge just how grateful he was to the director for creating the series. So, I mean, whatever. That's very you know, strange. Like, yeah, it's super strange because this is the thing. Especially because, like, J.J.'s reboot was pretty much J.J.'s reboot, you know? And then the second one was like, oh, here's another roller coaster. Well, I mean, granted, okay, here's here's where I'm like, okay, if you, if you, what happened, what's the consequences of ignoring, the you know, Into Darkness? Not really anything. Right. Except for... Um, you don't have that kind of life-saving con blood out there um, mm. where it can bring people back to life. You don't mm. have um, the, that extra, that, that big, well, whatever that class of ship was called, um, that, uh, the, That's not, right. not the Enterprise, but that big right, like right, battleship right. class um, of, uh, of Enterprise kind of ship, um, a starship, I mean. So you don't have that. Uh, you also don't have, like, you know, you didn't destroy half a city. <laughs> um, at yeah. the end, but I mean, so my question is like, is he so be, by politely ignoring quote unquote, um, you 
uh, does that mean it just didn't exist or does that mean like okay this this story is not dependent directly dependent on the actions of of the the previous movie yes i think it, it means it's not dependent on it but it also means it doesn't build on it which if it doesn't mean in, it didn't exist or it like does it, it basically no. erase it from it, what I happens th- i don't think it means it didn't exist it means we're just not going to build upon it so like okay. the, well i mean in terms of yeah like i don't think it's it's like i said we're not going to have the con's blood we're going to ignore right. that that ever happened right we'll pretend it didn't happen and hmm. move on. So, like, hmm. technically, if he if we move on, you know, and build upon whatever happens in Star Trek Beyond, um, hmm. then you just kind of take Into Darkness off, put it over the side, and, you know, you would say the timeline goes Star Trek, Star Trek Beyond, and then, like, whatever else happens down the line. See, that's weird. Like, I mean... It I, is. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. Um, I'll have to watch Star Trek Beyond before I can really tell you how I feel about it. Yeah. But... It seems odds are do this reboot and to do two movies in the reboot to fund those two and then then be as successful as they were. Right. And then on the third one say, oh, by the way, there was a mistake made in the uh, in the timeline here. Right. We're just going to ignore this whole section. Well, of Well, the thing is, like, I see that, you know, that kind of stuff happens, you know, with like um, X-Men because that timeline gets so convoluted. And then like the first Wolverine, you know, like you kind of ignore that, but like, that's because that was a terrible movie. Into Darkness was not a terrible movie. No, far from it. it. Yeah. It just had like the, the, the biggest problem that people had with it is that you have Khan in it and, right. And people didn't like that largely because they didn't know like they were trying to be so secretive about it and just how he was portrayed. Um, then they, a lot of people, I think, yeah, they were lied to basically. They didn't like the fact that, you know, there's so much destruction or something like that, but it was like, just li- I don't know. It's weird, dude. Yeah, it's strange. Um, because again, you didn't get so far away. Like the thing about uh, X Men, and the reason we ignore some movies in X Men is because, like you said, there's continuity holes. There's there's timeline gaps. There's like, why isn't that person like that person shouldn't even be here, or that person like there was just it got too complicated. Right. And directors couldn't map together what previous directors had done. Yeah. And whereas in this instance, it's one movie. Yeah. You know, it's it's just one movie. What what's the big deal here? You know, it's it, and even if the the director and the, the creators of the the new one really didn't appreciate what was going on in the other one it's it, the consequences of ignoring it i feel like are are worse than if you would just be like okay well it happened we're not going to reference things in it but it happened it exists khan is still on ice somewhere and right. the emotional things that happened between um spock and uh captain captain kirk though yeah. they exist they are still in in the universe and that whole thing cuz emotionally and character development wise the only things that really did happen in this was the the situation with with Spock and Kirk and they, yeah. they both became more mature human beings and they you know their relationship progressed so that in and of itself carrying over, I feel like that's a good thing. Right. And you're losing that if you ignore completely whatever happened in the previous one. So it does seem a little bit strange. But again, I'm going to reserve complete and total judgment until after watching Star Trek Beyond. True. And I will too. I, and, and the other thing I wanted to say, like if, if <laughs> I think a lot of fans would rather, if we're going to ignore something in this universe that has been established at this point. So that's my phone going off. Um, I left my sound on. If we're going to ignore something in this in this world, uh, it would be the destruction of Vulcan. Like let's er- like let's erase that that had happened. But then that that completely removes the catalyst and, and the reason for the um, going going up against um, whatever that guy's name was in the uh, the the first Star Trek, the reboot Star Trek. Yeah. So the reboot doesn't like it doesn't exist if you don't um, destroy Vulcan basically. Like, I mean the timeline, the, the way that the timeline was and the time travel mechanic worked in all of this, it, 
it just do, like it doesn't work without all of that happening, like the first movie happening. So you have to have the first movie, right? Um, but then Into Darkness, I feel like you're right that that's not the most egregious thing that has happened in uh, since no. we rebooted Star Trek. No, um, and none of it. And it, like honestly, I I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say again, I enjoyed that movie. I yeah. like that movie. For, yeah, like we're you know the problem is good. you compare the rebooted universe to like the old universe. It's like right. whatever, like. They're different. At this point, yeah, they're different. They're different things. Just, yeah. you know, but, and I really, I honestly like the new universe for what it is. Like, yeah. it can stand on its own and it, it's fine. And just to throw a whole movie out and be like, well, that didn't happen, you know? Yeah. And, and I, maybe this all stems from the idea that, um, Everything has to have a cinematic universe. Everything has to be a – it builds upon the next thing and this has to be teasing for the next thing and this has to be – maybe that's more where this question is coming from or or more where this comment is coming from where maybe maybe it's not so much that, oh, well, the emotional stuff didn't happen. No, this didn't happen. But it's more like, okay, we're making our own movie. It's not going to be a cinematic universe of this other thing. Right. You know, it's it's more of this is a cool story, cool enterprise story. This is the story we wanted to tell. We're going to tell it. And it really doesn't affect or isn't affected by what came previous. Right. And whether or not that ends up being completely true, maybe I'm just hypothesizing wrong, but – We'll find out, but yeah. that, that's another possibility. That's the news. So the one thing I did want to do real fast here before uh, before we take off is uh, look at some of the upcoming movies. Um, we have like we're coming up on on uh, the uh, kind of the Academy Awards season and all that kind of stuff. Like well, we've already had a lot of lot of movies that are probably going to be nominated um, come out, but I think there are some cool movies coming out uh, soon that I wanted to highlight. First cool. of all, first is the the Revenant. It's coming out on Christmas Day uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio. It's in Ritu's new movie. It's based on a, a true story of uh, well, it's basically the, uh, it takes place in the 1800s in the uh, in the American West, and it was filmed all in natural light. Um, they filmed it um, in extremely cold temperatures, and uh, it looks like a really, really good movie. I'm really looking forward to that. That's coming out. Um, also coming out, uh, I think on New Year's Day is The Hateful Eight. Hmm. It's um, Tarantino's new movie. Um, if it's gonna be, it's a western. If you happen to be near um, one of, I'll put a link on standtargetpodcast.com. But there's a, I think fifty cities that are doing a presentation. I talked about this at some point. Fifty cities doing a presentation of the Hateful Eight on Christmas Day, and you go and you get like an actual program. There's an intermission in it. Um, he's displaying it on seventy uh, millimeter film, which is what the film was shot on. And so, like, it's gonna be like super wide, you know, that kind of stuff. It'll be super cool. I honestly wish we could go. Um, we're gonna be uh, about two hours away from the nearest IMAX. Yeah, um, that's gonna be playing it. So it's gonna be cool. Um, super, super looking forward to that. Um, and then uh, there's also another movie coming out in January called uh, 18 Hours. Uh, it's about uh, Benghazi. It's Michael Bay's new movie. thing I love, like the thing that makes me excited about Michael this. Michael Bay. Yep. Michael Bay is one, like his, his military, <laughs> his military shots and like how he, how he handles like those kinds of movies like is phenomenal. You know, think about like some of the best things about the Transformer movies are like all the slow motion, like helicopters and like warplanes and stuff like that in the air. And like just how he kind of, um, visually shoots all those scenes. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing the, this movie and like how he, he, uh, how he treats it. Also, if it's going to be three hours long, like, you know, he kind of does sometimes. Man, Michael Bay, dude. It, I know. Just as far as 
coming from a pure, purely visual and cinematographer, you know, standpoint, it's, it's like, it's just it's beautiful shots, man. Yeah. Such beautiful filmmaking. Um, so Chris, yes, I did want to throw out there and say it is Christmas time. What in the next few days, because we, we, uh, we, we're doing this a little bit closer to our last one. What in the next few days are you going to be doing entertainment wise to celebrate the Christmas season? Oh, I mean, I always watch, uh, you know, I, I've, I've already seen, I've watched right white Christmas this year. I went yeah, to, uh, this is something I did. I that, did that for sure. That I don't know that I talked about on the podcast. Um, I went to go see uh, die hard in theaters a couple weeks ago. It was a midnight showing cool. um, here at the bell court here in Nashville. To I didn't play realize that you did that. You texted me earlier that night and we had been <laughs> up like super late for like a couple nights before yeah. and we were going to have star Wars and it was going to be like a really late night that night. So yeah. and then you were like, I don't know. I don't know. I really want to go. And I was like, I, I'm not, I, you know, I'd go then. And so you were like, I think I might, but it, you never confirmed with me <laughs> yeah. that you did. So you went, I, I ended up going. Yeah. It was a really lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was, yeah, it was the weekend before, um, uh, it was weekend before the star Wars weekend, but right. it was like the day before like the Christmas, big Christmas party, work Christmas party that I had. That's right. Um, and so, yeah, I went and did that. That was a lot of fun. I love Die Hard. It's a great, uh, great movie. But you guys always usually watch that on Christmas Eve, right? <laughs> no, not necessarily. Like I did, I did a couple years in a row watch it okay. on Christmas Eve. But I like, I like to watch it around Christmas sometime. Dude, such a good movie. Like, I know. if there's a, a a almost a perfectly scripted action movie, it's that one. Yeah. Like, oh gosh, Alan Rickman, man. Um, a lot of people know him for Snape, and will only know him for Snape. Um, but I know him as Hans Gruber. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so White that Christmas. Holiday Inn is another favorite. Holiday Inn. Uh, there's a uh, musical Scrooge musical Scrooge. that, yeah, that I really, really enjoy. Yeah. Um, usually watch like Charlie Brown's Christmas at least once. So my favorite one, all of the things you mentioned, yes. yes. And then, uh, we also read, uh, Night Before Christmas. It's it, true. My book is sitting there on the, on the it's shelf true. over there. Uh, it was the Night Before Christmas. The specific, the, the little golden book, uh, classic edition. We actually, uh, I have... The one that has a red cover. Yes. Um, our parents have the one that has the green, green cover. cover. Well, that that one's newer. Like, or is the older? Do they have the older one? Uh, they might have the newer one. I don't know. I found this one uh, back in the day because it was uh, it was at I forgot where it was. It was either a garage sale or it was at a uh, used bookstore, used bookstore or something like that. And, we, and Catherine and I picked it up. Uh, I think Catherine was the one who found it. Um, but I don't know when when this one was versus when the green one uh, green edition was. But we always read that one. It's uh, it's really cool from from back whenever we were kids. We've been doing that. Um, also, uh, since. I don't even remember when I started doing this, but on like Christmas Eve or the days like right prior to Christmas, I'll watch uh, the Pinky and the Brain Christmas special, and that's one of my favorite pieces of uh, of Christmas special goodness. Just because it's it's so heartwarming, man. I watch it every year. That's awesome. Tear up every year. <laughs> that's awesome. It happens. Yeah. But yeah. So the Pinky and the Brain Christmas special as well. I need a man. I need to watch that. I mean, it's so good. It's so good, man. Yeah. I mean, Pinky and the Brain was one of the best cartoons of all time. It really was. Another good Christmas special is the uh, the Winnie the Pooh, uh, the mm. Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh Christmas special. Nice. There's a there's a really good heartbreaking moment That's in that cool. as well, and obviously everything you know in those they're 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 Christmas. There's a lot of uh, South Park Christmas <laughs> Christmas specials. <laughs> I Going the say, other way. I wouldn't say they're necessarily heartwarming. The un- unheartwarming way. Yeah, the other, the unheartwarming. <laughs> Um, the heart cooling. I think the uh, my, one of my favorites. There's one where they like I forget. It's early on in some of the seasons, and they do like this. Uh, uh, musical episode, right. and it's a lot of these things. And uh, Cartman does, um, what does he do? Oh, he sings "Oh Holy Night," I think, and uh, <laughs> with the, with and feels like with the, they have like mangers kind of scenes and stuff like that. It's just the way he sings it. Is, of course, it's hilarious, dude. 
<laughs> nothing says the Christmas season like Cartman That's singing Oh Holy Night. Um, you should put a link to that in the uh, in the podcast as well. All right. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's about it. So we'll be celebrating Christmas uh, in the upcoming days. It'll be fun, man. Yep. By the way, last thing, uh, Chris Dennison just tweeted at us, Ooh, and uh, just he now? says, "Yeah, just now. Literally, it just happened. Like eight minutes ago, I got yes. the notification." Super fan, Chris Dennison. Super fan, Chris Dennison. He says, "Oh man, comicbook.com is killing me. Not spoiling anything, but they're posting wild things." I added the wild, by the way. I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not quoting verbatim. <laughs> LOL. I got to hurry up and see it. By the time I do, I won't be able to find any of these discussion posts. So, you know what we should do, John? Um, <laughs> what should we, we do? Should, uh, cause we should, because you and I have been exchanging links back and forth about we, the Star Wars we have been. Force Awakens. And so, what we should do is we should archive them, put them in bookmarks. And then, um, sometime, yeah. maybe in January, um, once all this information has kind of come out, because yep. um, there are a lot of interviews and stuff going up right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then, like, there's been some other things that have happened I haven't talked to you about yet. Uh, but anyway, um, we should have a post show about The Force Awakens, about all this, like, kind of stuff that's come out. Yeah, so once the, uh, what, what would you call it? Once once the time, enough time has passed where it's like everybody, you know, has kind of had their chance to see this thing, um, then we kind of unleash it upon the world. Yes. Um, have maybe a, a, a discussion about some of them uh, on the podcast or something like that. So if anybody has any of those articles that they want us to check out, if you haven't seen it yet, but you want to you wanna archive those, those articles or whatever, send us the links. Tweet us the yep. links. Send us a message with the links, that sort of thing, uh, at Stay on Target Pod on, on Twitter, and uh, and we'll we'll kind of uh, peruse them and p- try to archive the best of them uh, as we as we receive them and stuff. Yep. So yeah, um, there's some really cool stuff out there. Well, we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for listening. This is Absolutely. the last one of the year, technically, and I uh, want to thank you for being with us for another year, being our fans, and for uh, for listening to our podcast. We are your fans as well. Thank you so much, and um, want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Hope you spend it with family yep. and uh, and friends, and have a very joyous season. And a Happy New Year. And a Happy New Year. And make some resolutions. We'll be talking about our re- resolutions. Oh, man. On the next couple episodes. Can you make a list, then? Oh, we've got to start making some. I'm just dedicating us right now, Chris. We're making All resolutions, right. and we're going to keep them, because our podcast listeners are going to keep us on that stuff. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this year. We'll see you next time. Next year. Oh, gosh. (laughs) That's it for this year. There you go. We'll see you next year Uh, on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.